0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. Member FDSE.
1: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck.
2: I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now,
1: you want to get mixed up in the family business.
2: Introducing
1: the Godfather at Chabacasino.com.
2: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: All right. Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Rock and React. So uh, It is post midnight now. I don't even know what time it is at this point Uh in the parking garage outside for a field. Jane and I just left the press box after Mizzou's. Miraculous, lucky, fortunate, uh, tough, gritty—so many adjectives I can describe what just went down on that field out there. Uh, But a win is a win. Uh, 33-31 at the end of the day. Mizzou remains with two losses on the season. New Year's Six bowl hopes still intact. Uh, Second place spot in the SEC East more than likely locked up with this. Um, It it was every single quarter seemed to have a different story in this game. You had, you know, the opening. Opening was both offenses kind of feeling each other out. The running games were running game was doing well for Mizzou, Florida not so much. Uh, but Florida got that early scoring drive to take that lead. Mizzou kind of pushed back but couldn't score touchdowns in the red zone. Third quarter comes along, offense is kind of lighted up, going back and forth, trading touchdowns and field goals. Um, you move on, fourth quarter comes around, Graham Mertz goes down, gets hurt. Uh, you have the fumble, muffs, uh, kind of handoff that the Back up, and uh, their running back kind of had that. That seemed to swing all the momentum. Theo Weiss takes a 77-yard mm-hmm. touchdown, puts them at 30-21. Azou seems like he's got his win. it's a ba- wind, at its back. Florida rattles off 10 straight points, takes the one-point lead with a minute, a uh, little bit under a minute and a half left. And then, of course, Mizzou drives down the field, 4th and 17. Brady cooked Luther Burden. and Harrison Mevis hits the field goal. We'll start there. We'll start with the late-game execution because this was, again – they they too many drills throughout the week during practice. Uh, Brady Cook talked about it extensively post game, and it was a situation where you're looking at it, and you had Makai Miller get that clutch third down catch, which uh, I, I kind of put out there that you know last last year, similar game, last home game of the season, pivotal game, um, late game scenario where you had to get a conversion. Mackay Miller came up big on third down. He did the same tonight. Fourth and seventeen it's I mean everything's you don't have any plays in the playbook for this Luther Burton finds a soft spot in the zone Brady hits him perfectly he gets down and Brady peppers the ball around to Mookie Cooper and Makai again and it sets up the field goal just your impressions of the late game execution from this team and how they kind of handled that maybe compared to how they've handled some other games in the past and just what what this shows about them
0: well it was a wild wild finish I don't think I've ever seen well you can say the Kansas State game but that game was tied I don't think I've ever seen a finish like that um at furrow field and i've been going to these games since i was a little kid but that was just i would want to more pinpoint that on just poor execution by florida because you know mizzou they got what was it a sack or a penalty they was what fourth and he's fourth and 17 it was wasn't and it 17. fourth and yeah. 17 so a
3: false start and then um they all start negative yardage play and then two incompletions to
0: get you and then, and 17. uh yeah i think it's I'll, i need to go back and rewatch that play because I don't know how you had a receiver like it was two receivers open. at brought in the same area. There was it was Burden and then someone else right there in front of you. But once you get in that, you get in a plus territory that you just keep, you know, trying to matriculate your way downfield. And it was just nice for you to see Miller and um, Mookie Cooper also step up. Mm-hmm. He had that you know sideline catch that ended up making it a thirty-yard <laughs> field goal instead of a forty-six-yard field goal at the end. So very good to see those two receivers step mm-hmm. up. I really like that on a day where your two top receivers also have. A um, great great performance, um, both Lewis and Burton. But for Harrison Mavis, he you know all time leading score for him to go out like that. That was just special for him. He's hit some really big time kicks throughout mm-hmm. his career at Mizzou, and that was just another one he's going to re- be remembered in Mizzou history forever and ever. So just this a great way to end it. You know, we felt that that game was over. Florida, you know, that backup quarterback came in there and just yeah that uh. Long run that put him in the field goal range, and you like I say, you just thought it was over. But Mizzou comes out in miraculous fashion, similar to what the basketball team did, I believe, on Thursday night. So you know mm-hmm. it feels good to be a Mizzou fan. You've you've had some real exhilarating wins these past few days,
3: a week a week full of comebacks from Mizzou athletics. And yeah, it is interesting how uh, and back quarterback. We'll go ahead and name him because. Disrespectful we did, Max Brown came in and honestly played a retro freshman, played really well given the situation, mm-hmm. being it's on the road defense. in the cold against a good defense, and I, I was very impressed, especially him running the ball. Um, Darius Robinson, post-game, one of the first things he said was just how disappointed he was in himself. Mm-hmm. Multiple occasions he could have brought Brown down to the ground, especially on that final drive, wasn't able to get him. Um, so he was frustrated with himself. At that point, he said he had thought he had lost his team the game, but... Yeah, to your point. I mean, this is not the first time Evis has done this. I would argue it is the first, like, short game-winning kick he's had. Boston College, to tie that, was a very long one. K-State was obviously a long one. You missed the Auburn one last season. That was a similar distance, so maybe a bit of redemption. Yeah, he's had
0: some... The whole special teams have had some mishaps. Yeah. This is. That's just Mizzou football for yeah. you. Yeah. Like I mean,
3: that. punting was a whole other story today. That, that cost yeah, them a lot of different ways, too. And that's something. that's something they're going to figure out the offseason. But regardless, late game execution, I think better than the K State game overall. You saw Brady Cook make the necessary throws. Meavis hits the kick. And it was a team, it never looked, you know, there were nerves in the stadium, but oh, it, yeah. people were never like, oh, they can't win this game. Like, they, you've got a minute left with this offense. Mm-hmm. Brady Cook did not have his best game throwing the ball, but he showed up late when he needed to, in large part due to kind of the, the battles on the outside. I think, you know, Luther Burden had a great game. Theo Weiss obviously had the 77-yard uh, touchdown run. Uh, Burden with nine catches, 158 yards. Mm-hmm. Mookie Cooper tossing there. That toe-touch grab on the final drive was big. Brett Norfleet was, was monstrous today. Yeah, I mean, the I freshman tight that. ends really coming into his own. Six-foot-seven, hurtling a dude out there at 43 yards tonight. Um, Ricky Parasol and Eugene Wilson did some great things as well Against mm-hmm. uh, Mizzou's defensive backs And they're, they're great receivers in their own right Wilson's going to be terrorizing the SEC for years to come yep. uh, He's only a true freshman But just kind of, yeah, your impressions of the battle on the outside How Mizzou kind of stacked up with the others And also just Luther Burden getting back Into, you know, a groove After being kind of banged up
0: and he returned his, he his form and He's been banged up the last few weeks Like you said, he had that one catch Where he, it was like a 46-yard gain He bounced off a dude, then kept going and getting up, ending up, his, his defender ended up. they ended up at the 10-yard Let me leave it at that. It's late here. But he had some great catches. What was his final stat line? 109 catches, 130. 130, and 130 yards. yards. So, yeah, 58. that's him for you, man. That yards after catch ability was there. And then Theo Weiss, that touchdown, run, that's surprising. I didn't really mm-hmm. think he could kick it in a high gear and race 77 yards downfield. But that. That's probably the most, I think, is the most important touchdown of the night there mm-hmm. because you didn't score again until that Meeves field goal. That made it a two-possession game right there off the turnover from Christian Williams. But Theo Weiss, his only reception came up in a big way. Like I already said, uh, Cooper and Miller also had great games. But Brett Norfleet, and I wrote about this back mid-late October. I'm like, okay, this, kid, this kid's going to end up being good. They just need to give him the ball. And mm-hmm. it, it kind of upsets me that whoever had him covered up with that touchdown that he didn't wasn't able to get when he was wide open in the end zone that was called back but he had a great um, game for a true freshman going out there. He was just at Francis Howell at this time last mm-hmm. year. So he's out here playing really well against SEC defenses. And he had that Chase Kaufman-type hurdle in the mm-hmm. first quarter. So just an overall great performance around him. And Florida, they got some they got some cats, too, with personal and the other guys. Um, Purcell had that reverse, which I thought was really nice. Mm-hmm. But overall, just two great perimeter battles, even though it was very physical in the trenches on well, on both sides. I wouldn't say on both sides of the ball, but because Mizzou's rush defense, so we'll probably get into that. But it was it was physical. One team played yeah. physical. Florida was playing like a team that was fighting for its season. Mm-hmm. It, it showed out there. They're really fighting their butts off. And they're going to be good all right in the future. Yeah,
3: yeah this Florida team that's still relatively young. I think Billy Napier, I I would be disappointed to see him get fired this, this offseason. I would hope that they give him another year to really put things together. Because, yeah, I mean, a young team that's really been in a lot of tough games this mm-hmm. season. I mean, they could have easily beat Arkansas. They could have easily... Um, you know, taking down Tennessee today, the LSU game they were in until late. So it's a team with a lot of potential. Um, and yeah, I think it was. I mean, Pearsall and Wilson. I mean, they they gave uh Ennis and Kd everything they could handle. Yeah, Ennis,
0: Cordy didn't have that great of a day, in my opinion.
3: That's what Ennis. Ennis even tweeted post game. I think he said he was like, "This was one of my worst performances Mm -hmm. as a Missouri Tiger." But a a win is a win. You know, you saw Kd kind of get mossed a couple times out there, and it happens. I mean, we're playing elite DBs versus elite wide receivers. They're gonna get wins. So. Yeah, but, I mean, Norfleet, such a bright future. I think he's the next great Missouri tight end, mm-hmm. uh, assuming everything kind of goes to plan with him. But, yeah, it was a big-time matchup on the perimeter. They won that. We'll key in more on the trenches now. The running game's on both sides. Florida, I think the gap integrity from Mizzou's defensive line, you saw, or defensive front seven, really, you saw what the absence of. Chad Bell, you've been playing without for for a good while now, yes. Tyron Hopper, though, not having that this That was a big week. miss. You saw the run fits. They just weren't <laughs> there tonight. Florida comes into this game. A, a generally strong offensive line mm-hmm. and two really great running backs, Montrell yeah. Johnson, Travis, or Trevor Etienne, excuse me, his brother is Travis. Um, both ran for over 80 yards tonight, getting chunk yardage as well at a, at a time. Um, and it, not too much to fault the Mizzou defense for when you're playing a strong unit mm-hmm. like that, but you played a similar unit like that in Tennessee last week, and they shut that down. They came to this game uh, utilizing the odd front like they did last week against Tennessee, did not go to plan. They moved away from it, went back to the just base four Um Later on in the game, and that worked out a little bit better for him. But you saw that on the other side, though. You saw Cody Schrader's encore. First mm-hmm. half was really where he showed out. I think second half game got a little bit more pass heavy. But, I mean, the offensive line was still doing great. That 42-yard touchdown run he had, he was just untouched. I don't think a single person laid a finger on no, him. And I think bad, it yeah. was, um, yeah, I mean, the offensive line was only opening up, you know, alleys that a semi-truck could have driven through. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just your takeaways from kind of the performance both up front.
0: Well, on, the, on that touchdown run, on that replay, if you go back and look, you can see Florida was trying to run a little stunt and Xavier Delgado and Javon Foster, just part of the Red Sea and mm-hmm. Schrader was just gone. So they've always been, they've been solid at run blocking unit for quite some time Their pass blocking has caught up there. So offensively, I felt the offensive line was did good. Florida was bringing a lot of different wacky things. A lot mm-hmm. of, it seemed like a lot of different looks, a lot of different stunts, blitzes and all that. But I felt like, you know, <laughs> Mizzou handled it well, you know, Schrader, rushing for a hundred and a buck 40 or something like that. Mm -hmm. The first, first tiger since Henry Josie have four straight games of a hundred rushing yards. So just his story is just amazing as we touch on every week, but defensively, Oh my goodness. (laughs) I mean, it's just like the runs were just so easy. That one touchdown, he literally just walked Mm -hmm. right in the end zone. And I I would hate to kind of be in that film room, (laughs) defensive line and linebackers, Mm -hmm. because, you know, yeah, you have a gap that you're supposed to fill. When you, when you see, when you have those responsibilities, you have to feel that. I don't think that was going on today. I think I think Drinkwood's uh, touched on that a bit in the press conference. Did, but, yeah, um, yeah they got to get better there. Those linebackers, D-linemen, they're going to have to really step up because this team they're playing next week, you know, mm. they can run the ball well. Yeah. They have some talented rushers. So, um, rush defense wasn't there. But like we said, Florida's a talented team. They're better than what their record says, I mm-hmm. Do believe that, but, you know, that, that's got to get better for this next game and going into possibly the New Year's Six Bowl we're going to receive.
3: And granted, yeah, I mean, it was FIU, but Arkansas just ran, got done running for three twenty three against the Golden Panthers today. K.J. Jefferson's a great running quarterback. Darius Robinson even mentioned that post game. It's going to be big for them to improve mm-hmm. in that regard. Um, I Moving on, though, I just, A, we'll first talk about Brady Cook's performance today. Well, it wasn't his greatest first half, but I think that second half and especially that final drive yeah. where everything you'd want from him and building off of that, I mean, just what this senior class in their final home game here, 27 guys were honored. Not all that were going to depart, obviously. Mm-hmm. It was a more just in case for some of them, but there's a lot of them, Cody Schrader, Darius Robinson, etc. that cannot come back. This was their final game uh, at Frofield. How How this senior class has transformed this culture. I mean, a lot of them, you know, some of them maybe were, a lot of them were were the first class of Drinkwitz. Some of them were, yep. you know, last year holdovers from the Odom era. Um, And it's been, I mean, they've gone through every possible way of losing you could think about every, you know, every season coming down to the last couple of games on if you're even going to make a bowl game. You know, the fan base kind of not really being behind you. You're not seeing a lot of sellouts here. To now that you've reached the pinnacle this season, or at least the pinnacle as of now, I will say, uh, for the Missouri football program, though, reaching this nine-win mark, Mm -hmm. potentially ten wins, uh, a big-time to your Six bowl game. Just, I mean, I'll quickly speak on just, you know, I – the veteran leadership in this team is unlike anything I've seen from a team before. And I feel like that is thrown around a lot, maybe too much, but it's, it's really, there's no, this team isn't phased during a game or even outside of the game, everything they take very much in stride. You can tell that there is a unique unity within the locker room that all these players really do care and want to see each other succeed. Um, and I think that comes from a, just playing alongside each other for multiple years. Now, a lot of these guys have been playing since, you know, 2020, 2021 with each other. Um, but you've also just got a staff and a group of players that are so focused on just, to put it bluntly, just getting this season right. They were so locked in on doing that. So it's incredibly impressive. So many different personalities and, and, and leaders on this team that are so you know well-spoken and easy to cheer for. So yeah, just your thoughts on this senior class kind of as a whole.
0: I would compare it to kind of like the culture that the basketball team kind of has right now. Like you said, they just, they do not get, I remember watching that um the videos they put out each week and someone that posted like a Twitter clip X whatever it is of drinkwood saying like we can't be killed we've already been killed before mm-hmm. like his team has gone through everything mm-hmm. so nothing really phases them they're all they've been in every game this year and it just goes to show that this they've gone they've really worked to become you know the best team culture the best team that they possibly can and they have the talent to do so mm-hmm. and They've just, like I've said, they've came a long way from where because the Barry Odom years and the first years of Eli Drinkwitz, that was just, Mm -hmm. it wasn't fun, I'll say that. I mean, five you're playing around 500 football, the stands. And Furrow Field wasn't as loud as it's been this year. And Mm -hmm. everything just kind of completely changed. And it's it's a positive upward trajectory that you're looking forward to years to come and hopefully it can stay that way. But, you know, this senior class, um, they just – they they poured all their hearts out into being the best that they could possibly be this year. And it's helped translate into an eight-win a season, a season where they've exceeded um, pretty much every expectation, mine included, where I mm-hmm. thought they were going to be. Um, I put them, I believe, at seven wins or an eight now, and they can possibly finish with 11. So just a hard-working group of guys that just bought into the culture. You know, no one really believed in them. And that's why they have that something to prove motto. And they've gone out and proved that.
3: Yeah. I mean, a lot of it, yeah, something to prove the buy-in. I mean, all sound like cliches, but I mean, Mm -hmm. I think it really rings true with this team. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, as, and even as a personal aside, you know, this was my senior year, I was hoping to finally at least experience one football team that, you know, nationally was relevant and playing blockbuster games, kind of Mm -hmm. like this one, um, sold out stadiums, et cetera. And I got that my senior year. So that's, I mean, it's been incredible to watch from that perspective. Uh, Tonight was at least for the foreseeable future, my last time walking out of uh, the Ferrell press box for you know after doing this for three years, which was really uh bittersweet for sure. But as we look ahead, Battle Line on Friday, yeah, uh, in Fayetteville, an Arkansas team can't make it make a bowl game at this point unless something crazy happens. And obviously, they have to beat Mizzou and get to five wins, and then yeah, teams have to you know, not bowl or get enough six wins yeah. and whatever. But regardless, Arkansas will be playing. This is their Super Bowl, and this is the rivalry game and rivalry series. If anything in college football, no matter the records, you can throw those out the window they can prove to be wacky. And Arkansas is talented enough, and has enough. It, they have little to lose, but a lot to gain mm-hmm. with this game on Friday. Mizzou is really in a <laughs> razor-thin you know, margin for error at this point arkansas going to kj jefferson i do think is a phenomenal quarterback i think he's his name has really been drunk through the mud this year because of things that are outside of his control i really think within that program yep. he's still fully capable of putting on a show rocket sanders is now getting healthier that running game has really excelled uh recently you got that arkansas game when that new york six is well in sights people are looking at cotton seems like the easy plug-in from mm-hmm. mizzou at this point just based on the past and the proximity and the, the, the fan base in texas Peach Bowl is obviously another possibility, more than likely potentially against the group of five representative there. Orange Bowl as well as technically in the cards as well. A lot depends on how the SEC championship works out and other conferences, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But just just looking ahead to, you know, this Arkansas game, what, what you want to see from this Friday and then where you would kind of like to see Mizzou placed after that.
0: Well, Arkansas, I just want domination. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Just. It's not going to be uh-huh. easy. There's no no games easy in this conference, like you hear a bunch of coaches said. But go in and just win Arkansas. Let's go beat the mess out of them, please. Mm-hmm. Just go just go ahead and do that. And I would just say, in terms of bowl games, I want the Orange Bowl. Mm-hmm. avenge 2007. We should have been, they, Mizzou should have been in the Orange Bowl in 07. I don't, want, I don't want the Cotton Bowl again, but I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you. I mean, Peach Bowl would be nice, but I wanna see this team in the Orange Bowl for the first time since 1969. But in terms of next week, like you said, rivalry week is always tough. Just go back and look at the Mizzou Kansas rivalry in football and basketball. No matter how bad the teams are, they're gonna play close. So it, it, it's probably gonna be exciting. I would want a more of a blowout mm-hmm. fashion type win um, like we did against Tennessee, but I'm excited. I like, I mean, the Battle Line rivalry has kind of grown on me, especially. Mm-hmm. On the football side, Mizzou's really control that rivalry. Then basketball, it's always been. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to have a historic thing there. So, um, excited what's coming up. Excited for bowl season. And it's, it's just fun when your football team that, you know, you're looking at is playing very meaningful football down the stretch.
3: And next season, they would be in contention for a playoff spot at this point. Span the well. playoffs. So, hey, a 12-team playoff. Mizzou would be right there in the mix of things. So, you've also got that to look forward to. Potentially down the line. But, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Peach. Well, I I'll – I'll be back home in Atlanta over winter break. I would love the Peach Bowl as well, just because I would probably have the chance to go cover it um, and stuff along those lines. So we'll see. We'll see where Mizzou ends up. uh, As they've said, all season one no mentality, they accomplished that Saturday Mm -hmm. night. They have one more game to do that with before the postseason arrives. But with that being said, that'll wrap up another episode of Rock Em Reacts. Uh, Potentially maybe the last one of the football season where we'll see how it goes, but there'll be plenty more on the basketball side of things as the season progresses as well, because Lord knows there are plenty of games to go in the basketball season uh, as well. So for Jade and I from the uh, parking garage outside of Faro Field, and it is now 1230 in the morning, uh, we will leave you all for another episode of Rock and Reacts next time.
1: Yep. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and
2: groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps)
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Thank you everyone for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more just like it beamed directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Beep. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has uh, coverage of all other teams, Major League Baseball, uh, MLS, uh, NFL, whatever you want uh, to listen and and read about it is a great great network full of really fantastic podcasts so look them up and subscribe uh, to any and all of those podcasts uh rock m radio will be back with more episodes coming soon thanks